back, everyone, to the MTU Wellness Podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, bringing you your weekly conversation around Ayurveda, yoga, and intuitive wisdom. So today we're going to look into mudra basics. So the root of the Sanskrit word mudra is mug, which means to impart bliss, happiness, pleasure, and joy. Mudras are the means for us achieving this pure bliss in our lives. And mudras themselves are defined as a symbolic hand gesture or seal. And there are some mudras that actually involve the entire body. However, most of the mudras are performed with the hands and fingers. We find mudras in a lot of those Eastern philosophies, cultures, and even that yogic practices. You look at mudras, they're this combination of elegance and mysticism. They really purify and energize. Mudras are this nonverbal mode of communication, of self-expression, using the body, the hands, the face, and, and it's this external expression of inner resolve. And this is really suggesting that Nonverbal communications can be more powerful than the actual spoken word. And there's this communication that can be done at the three levels, that interpersonal, intrapersonal, or transpersonal. So when we talk about this communication at these three levels, we're talking about the communication between you and me, which is that interpersonal level, the communication within the self, which is that intrapersonal level, and then the communication from oneself to the cosmos or to the universe. And this is that transpersonal level. And all these forms of communication are without the use, but are used through mudras. So just looking at things that we do in everyday life, a smile on your face is a, is a form of a mudra, which again, communicates this happiness to others. It's this nonverbal interpersonal communication. It really comes down to the intention that one practices the mudra to connect, to unite, and to clear away blockages and to invite this harmony and peace, this love and joy and blissfulness into your life. It really invites this cosmic peace within. There's also this communication that is happening on a therapeutic level when we're using mudras. We're holding a mudra allows for this balance and harmony between the five elements that are within the physical body. By holding a mudra, the nine main organ systems, the digestive system, the respiratory system, the circulatory system, the reproductive system, the nervous system, the skeletal system and the muscular system all start vibrating in this healthy rhythm, especially when the communication glands open as we practice these mudras. The communication is then taken deeper than just being at the level of the organ systems. It's actually this communication on this intracellular and intercellular levels. It's a communication at the micro level to the macro level of our existence. The origin of mudras is really a mystery. They have 
not just been found in one place, but they've actually been used throughout the entire world. In certain rituals, even our European ancestors were familiar with specific gestures. We find this in a lot of spiritual practices. They've integrated into many different cultures. But mudras are really characterized by our everyday life and by the gestures, whether we're crossing our fingers for someone, clapping our hands in applause, the handshake, holding hands, um, or even giving someone the finger. These all display a communication of sorts. Mudras can be used with yogic breathing, uh, pranayama, and they also stimulate different parts of the body and they can really affect the flow of prana or that life force. It's said that mudras can really contribute to one's overall health and can be used as a preventative measure as well. The fingers have these power points and these are linked to these individual pranic forces and to the universal cosmic energy. The position of our hands has this ability to really influence the energy of our physical, emotional, and spiritual body and can help to link the brain to the body. The use of mudras have been used in yoga, meditation, within Ayurveda, and dance. Do many things within the body-mind spectrum, but mudras definitely help with soothing pain. They help to stimulate endorphins, change our mood, and increase our vitality. With mudras through the various disciplines, it is said to be that there is close to 399 different mudras. So how are mudras practiced? Quite simply, we are forming our hands and placing our fingers into certain positions. The pressure of the finger should be light and fine and relaxed. This isn't about forcing anything. There are some ways to actually increase some of the flexibility within the fingers and the hands by using a marma tool, which is just to help create and release some of that tension throughout the hands and prepare the hands to go into mudra. For most of us, we would think of doing mudras while we're seated or lying down, but they can also be done standing and walking. So a couple of things is you do wanna make sure that the body posture is centered and that you're as relaxed as possible. You also wanna make sure that there's this symmetry within the body that you're not leaning to one side, but that you're really in this alignment and being grounded. You can do this sitting in the chair and then keeping your feet so that they're con in contact with the floor. If you're doing this while lying down, just making sure that you're resting your back naturally in the most suitable position so that you could stay here for a period of time. So whatever position you're choosing, just making sure that you are in a state of relaxation and that you are nurturing your body so that you could stay in this position for a period of time without any stress or strain. Some basic principles when you're using a mudra with meditation or in a seated position is to sit with an upright pelvis that the spinal column 
is relaxed but straight. You could be sitting on a stable cushion that both knees should be flat on the ground or at least the same height. And you can use something to help support the knees such as some yoga blocks if needed. Letting the hands relax on the thighs, letting the shoulders release down and back in a relaxed way so that your open can be free and open. Allowing the neck to be relaxed and long and the chin just to be slightly back. Making sure that the breath is flowing evenly, slowly, and in a gentle way. If you can, never end the meditation suddenly or your mudra suddenly. Take your time to come back gently. With mudras, you can also use a mantra or an affirmation and just repeating this silently as you go through holding the mudra. So some practicing ideas when you start with mudras is picking a particular mudra or specific mudra you would like to work with. Start with a seven-day period. You can practice this particular mudra three times through the day. Practicing your mudra for at least two minutes, and that's the minimum time frame. You can practice your mudras anywhere from 15 minutes up to 45. This is really depending on you. And if you're practicing it with a meditation or within your yoga practice, so it really depends on you and how you're using your mudra into your daily practices. As you're doing your mudras, just be aware, be observant, and notice any changes that are coming up for you. And at this point, you can choose to continue with that particular mudra for 30 to 40 days, or you can change the mudra every week. It's really important to listen to your body's responses. If you're choosing a particular mudra to work with for some healing in your body, remember to give it some time. Time is really the greatest healer here. And depending on the mudra that you are practicing, just making sure that you are holding the gesture in the correct way. As I had mentioned, you can chant a mantra or an affirmation silently as you go through your mudra practice. Notice and be aware of the breath pattern and really witness what's going on. When you're practicing a mudra, practice with both hands. Or another suggestion is that you can practice with one hand and then have the other hand connect to an organ. So when we're practicing mudras, this not only controls and maintains the health of an, an organ that you may be working with, but also works deep on the deeper koshas, the, the sheath of the emotions to help release and heal any of these deep-seated emotions from the layers of the subconscious. And during the practice of mudra, for that specific time, you're using this coordination of the breath, which also to peel layers within layers of our being. And this really allows a release to happen. So let's just go through the hands themselves. Each finger and the thumb connect with an element. So the ring finger is the earth element. The baby finger is water. The thumb is fire. The index finger is air. And then the middle finger is ether. So let's look at the thumb. The thumb, as I had mentioned, connects to the fire element. 
The thumb also represents the stomach. The thumb is the symbol of divine energy. The thumb is the symbol of our willpower, which that can be drawn upon our by our willing consciousness. At the emotional level, again, it represents the emotional pain, tears, and worry. The index finger is connected to the element of air. And the index finger represents the lungs, the large intestine, and the emotions of depression, sadness, terror, and grief. The middle finger, which is connected to the ether element, and also represents in the body, the organs of the heart, the small intestine, and the circulatory system, and also the emotions of rage and resentment. The middle finger also is connected to the respiratory system and the emotions associated with impatience and hastiness. The ring finger is connected to the earth element. The ring finger relates to the liver, the gallbladder, the nervous system, and corresponds to the emotions of anxiety and preoccupation. And finally, the little finger, which is connected to the water element. The little finger corresponds to the kidneys and the lack of self-esteem. Mudras are interconnected with our entire body and our systems. And this is including the chakra system. So the ring finger, the element of earth, is connected to the root chakra. And this is at the base of the spine. So the little finger, that water element, is connected to the sacral chakra. And this is below the navel. The thumb, which is associated with, with the fire element, is connected to the solaplex chakra. And this is just above the navel. And then the index finger is the heart chakra. And this is connected to the air element. The middle finger, is connected to that ether element and is located at the throat chakra. For the third eye chakra, all sides of the fingers are connected to the third eye. And then to finish this off at the crown chakra, this is the tips of all the fingers that are connected. When we look at mudras and the hands themselves, the mudras are also connected to certain planets. So when we look at our hand, we can look at the thumb and the thumb is connected to Mars. It is the symbol of divine energy, the energy that flows unconditioned to our subconscious. The thumb is that symbol of willpower. The index finger is that connection to Jupiter. And this is the symbol of our ego and our personality. And it symbolizes the energies controlled by the subconscious mind and its energies produces expansion. The middle finger symbolizes with the planet, the Saturn, and is the most karmic or the most conditioned of the energies. The ring finger symbolizes the sun energies and these energies relate to the strength of us as an individual. And then the little finger is that connection to Mercury. And it emulates the energies that are important to the unfolding of the intellect 
and of business. And then finally, the center of the palm is this connection to the earth. As we look at our hands, the lines in the hands depict our past, present, and future. And then each of the each region of the palm represents these planets. And each planet governs that certain aspect of our health. And it's to this point that each planet governs a particular organ and the organ system. And this also to our personal, our professional, emotional, and financial states. And just a quick note about meridians, which are these energy channels or these lines that energy is flowing through. These are invisible, but also, but have a physical presence of whatever the organ that they're related to. And then along these channels, there are these certain high energy points, and these are known as the meridian points. And they can be used to help clear off any blockages or to increase or decrease the energy flow that is going to that particular organ. So when we look at the practice of mudras, we can look at this as self acupressure, uh, connecting with the meridian channels and their important points that trigger a gentle and effective manner to release, increase, block the excess energy that's passing th through to that particular meridian. Here are some more guidelines for the practicing of mudras to really maintain their efficiency, that therapeutic use of the mudra. So for timing, the ideal timing is usually in the morning, afternoon, and evening. As far as the timing, mudras are not bound by anything, so it can be practiced at any time of the day. So to practice, it's best to practice in the same place every day. But with that being said, mudras can also be practiced anywhere at any time. When practicing mudras, it's best to practice them on an empty stomach. So definitely not right after you've eaten or try not to practice right after meals as this might interfere with the digestive system actually metabolizing their food. So the duration, I had mentioned the duration a little bit already for that two minutes. Remember, it takes 30 seconds for the mudra to actually form this electromagnetic current. Mudra should be practiced for that minimum of two minutes or even up to five minutes for each practice cycle, anywhere between 15 to 45 minutes daily. If you're working with that one particular mudra you, and you would like to practice for that 45 minute duration, you can split it up into 15 minutes three times a day. But remember to begin, you may only start with that two to five minutes and starting three times a day. Really allow your intuition to come in here and really guide you as to what you need. For body position, the maximum benefits of a mudra are derived when we are practiced in a meditative state. As this state of mind actually acts as a catalyst, but you can practice a mudra while you're walking, while reading a book, sitting during your yoga or asana practice. As long as you are keeping your spine straight, that's the most important piece here. And when we're using mudras within that Ayurvedic lens, healing can take place when the natural balance has been restored. And we can recognize that the conscious mind 
comes back to this basic of if there's too much or too little of any one element, then the imbalance occurs. With the mudras and the chakras, just note that only the five chakras are actually found within the hand in the mudras. And then when we're practicing mudras and yoga practices, this is just taking our yoga practice to the next step and adding in this next level of healing, connection of the body, and this alignment of bringing the mind, the body, and the consciousness into our practice. When we look at mudras meditation, it's a way that we can bring more clarity and light. It's a way that we can dissolve burdens and bring more balance into our within our bodies through our meditation, whether it's achieving goals of health, abundance. Remember, as you go through, we are doing mudras every day without us sometimes consciously knowing. Bring more consciousness to our hand gestures, to bringing some time just to connect with these hand gestures or mudras. They, it allows us to influence our mind and our body and our emotional responses. It's one more way that we can stimulate more healing and bring more balance into our life. So that's just a brief piece about mudras, how you can start practicing. An easy one to start practicing is just practice with the earth mudra or connecting with each one of the elements. And to do that, we just place the thumb to either the ring finger, the baby finger, the index finger, or the middle finger, and just connecting the thumb to each of these fingers. And that's one way that you could start your practice. Or even just going into your prayer, both hands together, can, hands connecting, and start with simple mudras to get you started. So with that, if you are interested in learning more about mudras, Ayurveda, yoga, or just bringing more intuitive wisdom into your life, I invite you to check out my website at www.ayurvedicwellnessbynatasha.com. I have many programs that can help you get started on this journey and start learning the basics of whether it's Ayurveda or mudras or mantras or even basic yoga to get you started on this path if you feel called to do so. One of my great programs is a 30-day program, which actually each day breaks down a certain practice that you can start choosing from which practices you would like to bring into your life and into your daily routines. So I hope you'll go check that out. And with that, I just want to thank you for joining me today. I wish you an amazingly awesome day and go out there and be your fabulous self. Mm -hmm.